0: Hey, hey, everybody, and it's Kay here. Welcome back to Kay's Corner. Guys, I have missed you so much. It's really been a long month, but I knew. I said to myself, I said, August is a busy month. And I said, I I will be no good to the people if I'm tired and, you know, stringed along. So I decided to take the month of August off and I'm back to you in September. Happy September. September 1st. Um and we have a power-packed series for you this month. We are actually heading into um our second season. Welcome to season 2 of Case Corner, uh the podcast. And so this series, this the series that we will be Getting into this month is called the power of peace, and so we kind of had you know the F uh trending thing the past uh this past C, yeah, the past season, um, the past few months, and so I don't know if we're gonna actually have you know a certain letter um that we're going with, but right now, you know, for this month it's P peace. Um. So, talking about peace, the power of peace, um, and so yeah. So, today's topic is dismantling strongholds in your life. For week one, I think that is a perfect place to start as we are embarking on how to connect to the power of peace, and so... I just have, um, this joy and excitement to really, how can I say it, um, embark on this journey, um, as I said, with peace, so, let's just get into it, like I said, guys, I really, really, really have missed you all, and, um, I'm just excited to be back. I'm excited to be able to give you guys, um, insights and tips on how to, you know, stay healthy and have fun and, you know, be flourishing in your walk with God. So, I just kind of want to take a more, um, not drastic, but more serious tone, um, with ministry as we are leading into, you know, a, I'll say a prophetically special, um, time this month, we are heading into the Jewish New Year, um, with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the 10 days of awe and atonement, um, which is repentance. And so, really honing in on what it is that God is saying and what He wants us to do during this time. What better way to again begin the month or bring in, you know, the new series? than with acknowledging, um, you know, the things that are in us, so I'll just talk to you a little bit about what I've been up to, so, um, like I said, August, August, um, 5th was my birthday, I turned 24, um, so that was exciting, entering into a new age, a new, um, I like to say spiritual dimension, um, 24 is significant of, the governmental perfection um and so as I just said for me it's more so coming into alignment with everything that God is calling me into in this season um my sister is now married so I have a new brother-in-law um and nieces-in-law and other you know adjacent family and so that also was what I was doing busy prepping for that and just um you know being there as a support for my sister and um August 23rd more recently um I got elevated to uh I guess I could say the office of the elder um which really as I said was important and a special time for me so really just Allowing God to have His way in my life, um, through all circumstances, and really just trusting and believing in Him and what He says and what He's doing for my life, and coming into agreement with that again, shifting and aligning with His will and His purpose for my life, and so I really August has really had really been uh. A shift in my life that occurred that I didn't think it would be that drastic but I can sense it's been really a drastic time um I could really feel the pressures that's going on in the atmosphere and um just really again pertaining to ministry a lot of spiritual warfare that was taking place so God just dropped into my spirit you know the topic um for this month the power of peace really tapping into that peace um you know that philippians four talks to us about and so I'm gonna read that um for you guys Philippians I believe it's Philippians four um either Philippians four or it's Galatians but I believe it's Philippians 4. Let's just find it. And yep, here it is. Philippians 4, um, chapter. Well, I'll start, well, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. I'll start, um, at verse 6, as I said. And so it reads, And you must at no point be anxious, and that says, do not ever be anxious, for we do not have anxiety, which is a curse. Instead, we have zeal and are eager for the work of the Lord. And so, I just kind of want to, um, continue reading, and then I'll come back to that. And so it says, for we do not says do not be anxious about anything, but your requests must quickly be made known to God in every prayer and entreating with thanksgiving and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and your thoughts and purposes on Messiah Yeshua. And so like I said, I want to come back to that. I said we do not have anxiety, which is a curse. So you know we can read this and you know I can already see some people getting offended. By this and it's like, well, you know, what do you mean we don't have anxiety? What do you mean anxiety is a curse? Are you saying, you know, as a Christian I'm cursed? And you know, how can I be cursed and I'm a Christian and you know, how can it you know, say all these different things? And so this is what it's saying. It's saying at it said, You must at no point be anxious. We shouldn't have anxiety because having anxiety actually is taking on our own thoughts and our own ideas and our own fears about what should be happening as opposed to what God has said and has predestined and has ordained to happen. So we have our own preconceived notions about what should happen, but God already has his plans of what should happen. So we get anxious where the anxiousness comes in at is where we're trying to put our will above God's will. And it's saying this should not be. At no point should you have this. And it's saying when you do, it's a curse. And it's a curse, again, because we're removing God and interjecting ourselves, which is very deadly. At no point should we listen to ourselves above what God is saying And or is doing, and so I'm just gonna go to a um, a story. Um, let me just go here. I'm gonna go to a story in Luke chapter 11, and um, I just think it's very important. Um, As I said, this is called dismantling strongholds in your life and i believe this is going to be very helpful um not only in just what i read to you from um sorry not only what i just read to you from philippians um chapter 4 but just really understanding okay um you know there's some stuff in me you know that has to come out or else it's gonna hold me back you know forever pretty much if we don't address it and so I'm coming from Luke um chapter 11 verses 21 through 28 and I will be reading in the amplified version and so um And it also can be referenced in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 43. And so just going back a little bit um, or up a little bit in Luke chapter 11, this is where the Pharisees actually are questioning Jesus about how he's able to bring deliverance and cast out, you know, the demons. And they tried to say that he actually was demon possessed and that's the reason why he was able to cast out demons. And then Jesus addresses, you know, right then and there. He says, well, if I cast out demons by Satan, you know, that that's not possible. And he leads on and he says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. So if it's evil against evil, evil is still going to win because it's the only two options. So if someone being delivered is good... That means he can't be on the same side as evil because he's overcoming evil. That's just a little you know dropping right there, but um reading a Luke, reading in Luke uh, chapter eleven, this is what Jesus is saying, and so he's talking about the strong man um again, a strong man is. It could be a demon or a stronghold in your life. A demonic spirit that is, as it says, is strong. And so he says, Jesus says, When the strong man, fully armed, guards his own house, his belongings are undisturbed and secure. But when someone stronger than he attacks and overpowers him, He robs him of all his armor on which he had relied and divides his goods as spoil. And it says, he who is not with me, believing in me as Lord and Savior, is against me. There is no impartial position. And he who does not gather with me, assisting in my ministry, scatters. And so then, in verse 24, honing in on dismantling strongholds in your life, it says, when the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams. So, again, he's referring to deliverance that just took place earlier in chapter 11. When the unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless or dry places in search of a place of rest, because when it's expelled out or cast out it doesn't it has legal right on the earth for right now because satan is the prince of the air as of the time being until the return of christ and so the spirits will be there um that's why they're there because they have legal access to the earthly realm so it says it roams until it finds a place of rest, and I love it, it says a dry place, um, in Amplified, it says a waterless place, waterless places, and so as, well, if if you don't know, um, another way to define Holy Spirit is as, you know, water, um, symbolism is as water, you know, the living water, and so, for me to read a waterless place or a dry place, that means that the Holy Spirit does not reside in them, um which we know that is how demon possession takes place is if the Holy Spirit is not residing in them um a demonic spirit is able to have legal access to the person now, there are infants infestations. That happen to believers, um, they have Holy Spirit, but there's an infestation. It's not demonic possession, but there is infestation that goes into the souls, well, hearts, but you know, really the souls of the people where it's laying in there. I mean, there's some things that are passed down through the bloodline, again, where it's laying dormant in there until there's something that triggers it and activates that demonic spirit to manifest on the inside of an individual and so this is what's taking place it says they're leaving they leave so you know you say come out in the name of Jesus they come out and it's saying it's roaming it's looking for a place of rest but because there's no place to rest because well we'll get into that later but it says it's looking for a place to rest and it's saying it has not found a place to rest. Not finding any place. It says, I will go back to my house. Look at it. They, that demonic spirit believes that it possesses you. And it it does possess you when you don't have Holy Spirit. And so it says, I'm going back to my house. It lays claim on you and your soul. And so I will go back to my house or person from which I came. And when it comes, It finds that the place is, look, it's swept and it's put in order. It's nice and clean. It says it's decorated. It's saying it's nice. It's nice in here. I'm about to, you know, it's fully furnished. This is nice. And so this is what it says it does. It says it goes and it comes back. It takes with itself. It brings back seven other spirits that are even more powerful than itself and so then they go into the person and they live there and the last state that that person was it becomes even worse this time and so i just want to go back um well yeah i just want to go back to verse um 21 where jesus is saying the strong man when the strong man is fully on it guards its own house so that demonic spirit guards the house it does not want to leave at all it is very uh barricading and it's very possessive and it's very territorial and it does not want to leave it says they guard it so that nothing is disturbed and so that's it's secure The demonic spirit is very secure within your soul if you do not do anything. So first and foremost, the only way it can be secure is if there's no Holy Spirit in there. Um. So that's first and foremost. Also, if you're not reading the word, if you're not having a worship music, if you're not doing anything of Christ, that demonic spirit will not be tormented. It will not be uprooted. There's nothing... That's going to happen. It's just, it's it's there. It's um not going to be bothered. The only way it says that this demonic spirit can come out is in verse 22, where it says, in Luke chapter 11, verse 22, it says, But when someone stronger than the strong man comes and attacks and overpowers him, robs him of all his armor on which he had relied, and divides his goods and spoil, that is the only way. That the strongman is gonna be able to come out, and so we know that there's nothing stronger than the power and name of Jesus, and so this is what, this is how I'm translating it, um, and and showing it to you. You may be going through something that's strong that has a stronghold, but you have to know and understand that Jesus is stronger than the stronghold. And so, we have to know and understand that God, again, is greater than anything. So, okay, let's get back to it again. Um, verse 24 talks about, let's read it. It says, a cl- an unclean spirit comes out of a person. So that means it's been evicted. So how is it that we can dismantle the strongholds or the strong men, the unclean spirits in our lives? How we can do that is by first acknowledging that there are demonic spirits and strongholds, unclean spirits, strong men in our life. Um that need to be uprooted and so if we can't acknowledge that then we really can't move forward um if we like it says if it's comfortable and it's secure then that means that it's it's not going to come out and so we have to first acknowledge it and so um second step I have is cleansing. So, again, as it says, um, again, as it says that it, you know, it's coming out. Unclean spirit, it's coming out. Um, it says in verse, let's see, 25, it says it finds a place swept and put in order. That's a cleansing. So, my question is, just, my question is if the place was swept, cleansed, and one new man Bible says decorated, you got the you know it's clean house. It's a house. It's clean. Got pictures all in there. You know Jesus, um, the Bible. You got worship music playing in there. How in the world is it that the demonic spirit left and was able to come back and have a a hold again, a stronghold again, a uh, uh How is it able to, how is it able to have a, a hold on this person again? That's my question. And so the answer to my question, the only, you know, answer I could have to that is that they didn't stay clean. They allowed whatever it was that entered into them before to come back because they didn't do, they didn't upkeep. Just like a house. If you have a clean house and you don't upkeep it, it'll keep it'll get dirty again if you aren't, you know, cleaning, if you aren't taking the trash out, if you aren't washing the dishes, it'll start piling up again. And then you're right back to where you started. And so it says it says um, you know, it it came and it saw that everything was put in order. So instead, it goes, you know, alright, you think, you think you got this? You think you can just kick me out? You think you can just leave me? Alright, bet. And so it comes back with seven friends. Seven friends that are stronger than itself. And so it's like, you think, you know, you could just do this or whatever? You think you could just move on without me? Right. So we're about to bring the seven spirits stronger than me and ransack this whole place. And make it worse than you ever thought that it could be. And that's what it says. It says in verse, uh, well, yeah, in in verse 26 at the end of it, it says they go into the person, live there, and the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. And, um, just like I said in Matthew chapter 12, verses, uh, 43 through 45. I'm going to read 45, it says, then it goes and takes itself, um, seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and after they enter, they dwell there, and the last state of that person becomes worse than the first, and so it will be with this evil generation, and so, of course, Jesus was talking, and he was talking about the times then, but I really believe um, that it's, it it's very suitable for today's day and age, too, right in 2020, um, where we, we see it all the time, um, people just allow the enemy to really creep in, and, and, you know, in some cases, maybe it's not them, quote-unquote, allowing the enemy to creep in, but, nevertheless he creeps in and um i mean he he has access and um yeah that is we'll just keep it at that and so again how do you stay clean acknowledge acknowledge that you are unclean acknowledge that there is issues going on in your soul um and allow yourself the time in the space to become clean, to become cleansed, um, with the word through f- praying and fasting, um, through conversations with you know trusted individuals, whether that be a therapist, psychologist, um, social worker, your you know pastor, friend, parents, um, spouse if you're married, just you know allowing the cleansing process to take place. Um, And staying clean is, you know, when you allow the cleansing process to take place, be very vigilant and don't allow the same triggers to come up or because you know you have a trigger. We know not to go and do that again because if we do, it'll be worse, as the word says. And so staying clean, trying to avoid triggers, um, and doing our best, even if the trigger does come, having coping mechanisms with how to deal with triggers. And, um, also it says, well, also, a uh, uh, lastly, I'll just say staying filled with Jesus. Um, because it says, how can I say it? It says that it found the house empty. Um, not in Luke. But in Matthew verse 44, it says, the Spirit says, then it says, I shall return to my house from which I came out. Then when it comes to find the house empty, it is found it empty. That meant that there was nothing occupying it. Holy Spirit still wasn't in the house. Holy Spirit wasn't in the house. It just clean. they cleaned themselves up, which is good. But in order to keep the demonic spirits out you have to fill yourself up allow yourself to be filled with holy spirit i and i'll say something but not something the only something that i hope is holy spirit so you have to allow yourself to be filled up with holy spirit and so um so yeah so as i said i will Let you guys know what's been going on with me. It's been, um, a journey, I'll say. And August has really been a refining time for me. I know there's so much more to go. Um, but really, like all month, I have found myself repenting and asking God for help and asking God to help me and asking God to teach me and asking God to really um, hold me, and keep me, um, during this time, and, um, with the times to come, and so, like, for me, what's been happening is just, like, I learned, like, when I first, I mean, I've been in church my whole life, but coming to Christ fully for myself, maturely, um, I learned that I pretty much didn't learn how to properly deal with you know sins and emotions and stuff like that i kind of just suppressed everything so like i said as i'm hitting this new chapter in my life it's like god allowed those emotions to be unlocked and now i'm allowing um you know the lord to help teach me how to deal with those emotions and teach me how to filter that through holy spirit how to be, you know, accountable to people. Um and if I say, you know, help me with this, help me with that, you know, they'll be able to help me and they'll, you know, be be trusted. And so really just being um I guess open allowing myself, you know, to be vulnerable before the Lord and allowing him to just, you know, restore me in a greater level, um, far beyond than what i had ever expected and so again acknowledging you know what's there and allowing the cleansing to take place um making sure that i'm staying clean and um really just allowing holy spirit to fill my heart more than ever in the season that's just my prayers you know lord whatever is not like you take it away that's what the constant prayer is that's what my constant prayer is in this season um, and i believe it will continue to be as i progress in the lord um just continuing to have that humility um i guess i could say and the humbleness to know that god before me who could be against me and know that there is none you know, greater than Him in being able to help me in this day and age. And so I'm just thankful for that as I'm continuing to walk forward in this journey with Him. And just knowing that He is faithful. And so I'm just thankful for you all for tuning in. And I will talk to you guys next week at Case Corner.